right. It is lawyer talk Q&A taking on listener questions. What does that mean? That means that somebody took the time to go to lawyertalkpodcast.com, enter a question, send it my way, and wait patiently for the response. And it is Kathy's turn today. Kathy has sent a question, uh, and I'll just read it out loud. Fighting words. I have heard in rare cases, if, if the insults are nasty enough, a judge may throw the whole assault case out. Uh, and then she goes on, I see people hang themselves when talking to the police. I've seen police suggest if you don't talk to them, they're going to throw you in jail. How do you deal with the police? So we really got two questions. They're separate. I think she meant to ask two questions, but that's all right. We'll take them both on. So fighting words, I, I got to tell you, the first thing I thought about was Yosemite Sam. Them's fighting words. Here we go. Yeah, them's fighting words. Yeah, so there's Yosemite Sam fighting words. Let's talk a little bit about fighting words. I think it's probably more relevant now than ever before because we have Will Smith, who apparently heard some fighting words up on the big stage and went and whacked Chris Rock with a slap. Uh, so fighting words, uh, you know, you don't get to hit somebody because they said something that offended you. That's just, the, that's just flat out how it is. So uh, Will Smith had absolutely zero right to hit Chris Rock, insult his wife he may have. He could have said anything, and uh, you don't get to whack somebody just because you've been insulted. Uh, it just doesn't work that way. Now, at, like everything in law, uh, there's always a, an all depends or, uh, I guess, a, an exception. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to walk away, but you, know, you might be accused of, say, murder. Here's the classic law school example. You got you got accused of murder because somebody um, insulted you. you. You went and killed him. Um, and say the the words were so offensive uh, that they were sufficient to arouse hot blood, and any any reasonable person would respond accordingly. Well, you may get your murder uh, lesson to something like manslaughter. It's far more complicated than that, and I'm not going to go into the the nuance. And every state's going to have a different version of this, but. Um, we call it in law school the hot blood defense. So you walk in and somebody's having sex with your spouse uh, and you kill them. Well, that's hot blood and you might get a manslaughter conviction instead of a purposeful murder conviction because you just acted under sudden uh, fit of rage and uh, you really couldn't control your actions that way, or at least that's the that's the theory. Uh, that's where really the fighting words are. And then, you know, you get to these other, and this is going to dovetail with a question I take on later, but you know, like go go back to Will Smith. He, he heard something that offended his honor, so to speak. And uh, you get this situation uh, of the old old fashioned duel where people agree to fight as a result of something somebody said. Well, you know that's a consensual fight. Look at it more like a boxing match. Um, it doesn't necessarily make it legal. You're not allowed to go kill each other and shoot each other in a duel or something like that. You can't really consent to murder, um, not even of yourself. So at least in most states. But uh, you end up in this scenario where. Uh, you can't use as a justification to assault somebody uh, that they insulted you or your family or in this situation with Will Smith, uh, his wife. I don't care how offensive, offensive it was. Uh, you can't do it. Now, that's also to say really that it's not um, – uh, I guess there's the other side of this and whether it's free speech or not. And uh, this is the old um, fighting words exception to uh, the First Amendment and you know that has been that's a whole other topic. Maybe I'll take it on someday. Maybe I'll get an expert in here on First Amendment law. But generally speaking, there's a, there's been a fighting words exception to the First Amendment where you can actually be prosecuted for saying certain things. But I tell you what, it's rare and it's limited, and it's not um, it's not <laughs> very courts typically don't find it. Uh, most of the time, you have a right of freedom of speech. Uh, and in uh, the old saying, you can't scream fire in a crowded theater. Well, that's true most of the time. Anyway, that's uh, let's go to second or part two of the question here. 
Uh, and I'll just read it again. Uh, Kathy goes on. I see people hang themselves when talking to the police. I've seen people or police suggest if you don't talk to them, they're going to throw you in jail. How do I deal with the police? Well, I, I think the hang yourself is a euphemism. In other words, they do themselves harm as far as their defense goes. And this is uh, this is abundantly true. Uh, people often think that they can talk to the police. They think that they are going to uh, talk their way out of it. They're going to explain their side of it. And uh, all is going to be uh, good. And then uh, the police will say, well, if you don't talk to us, I'll just have to, I'll be stuck with the other side. I'll be stuck only with what I know now. And I'll probably have to take you to jail. So that's their incentive to get you to talk. Uh, I always, how do I deal with this? I tell people, don't talk to the police. If you're ever in doubt, don't talk to the police. And you should almost always be in doubt. Don't talk to the police. I mean, did I mention here? I meant uh, to say, don't talk to the police. Yeah. Even if you're innocent, I meant to say, don't talk to the police. Well, look, you get the point here is that rarely if uh, are you going to talk your way out of it, or maybe better put, rarely are, are you going to know when you're going to be able to talk your way out of it. Even when police are saying, look, trust me, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, I just want to hear what you have to say, and then I'll let you go, and you, you believe them to your soul. If they change their mind, you can't force it. You're not going to be able to say, well, 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 wait, Mr. Officer, you told me that you weren't going to, well, too late. You've already talked. It's a confession. And it doesn't have to be a flat-out confession. Um, one of the best examples I use is this, is that sometimes people forget that uh, in order to prove a crime, the state or the prosecutor has to prove certain elements. And the elements might go like this, say an assault, knowingly cause or attempt to cause serious physical harm to another in Franklin County, that is, venue. Um, and maybe it's not so clear where it happened. Maybe it's not so clear that it was in Franklin County. And then when you're talking to the police, everybody knows that you committed the assault and everybody knows that... Um, uh, or you deny committing the assault, uh, or you say it was self-defense, or you, you make up some defense to the police. But in the course of doing that, you admit that it was in Franklin County, and they couldn't have otherwise proven that element. You would have walked away, but then you got too cute for yourself. You got too smart and thought you could um, outwit everybody, and you ended up talking yourself into a uh, charge and ultimately possibly a conviction. Now, uh, you, you could say, well, these are just technicalities. Yeah, you, you bet. They're technicalities, but you know, it's not like uh, it, it, that pesky constitution gets in the way. You have a Sixth Amendment right to a trial. You have a right to make the state prove beyond a reasonable doubt each and every element of the charged offenses. That hardly seems technical to me. That seems very substantive. These, This is the Bill of Rights, folks. It matters. And the Fifth Amendment is a right to remain silent. Exercise it. How do I deal with the police? I deal with the police as courteously and professionally as I can. And by that, I mean when uh, say I've been pulled over by the police, I'll be very polite with the police, but if they start to question me, um, I, I will politely say no. I'd rather not make any statements. Now, most of the time in a speeding ticket case or something like that, I don't really care. I mean, you, you know, that's a little bit different. But uh, if, you're, if you're really accused of a crime, you politely say, I don't want to make any statements until I have my lawyer present. Use my, use my awful, dirty, rotten, scoundrel name. Say that Palmer guy at Lawyer Talk said I should never talk, so I'm going to blame him. Don't get mad at me. Lawyer talk said it, not me. So uh, the, the point is here, do whatever you have to do uh, to be polite, to be courteous, to be respectful, but do not provide a statement to the police. You do not have to, and you should not. And, you know, if you have any, if you're ever in doubt, uh, you, you should have no doubt because the doubt itself is enough to doubt whether you should answer questions. So if uh, maybe, as I tell a lot of folks, you would never sign up for a test that you didn't know the answers to the questions that you hadn't studied for, that you didn't understand the topic. You would just say, no, I'll choose not to participate until I get more information. That's the same with making statements to the police. And uh, so how do I deal with the police? Respectfully, politely, 
courteously, professionally, but also uh, I, I am very um, firm about this. I, I tell my, I, I, I often tell the police on behalf of my clients, look, I'm advising them not to talk. This is my advice. This is what I always advise people. Do not talk. And then I ask them for information. And the more they don't tell me information, the less I want to tell them information about my client. So uh, look, they're not going to be offended. At least the good police won't be offended. They know the game. They know what they're trying to do. And they know that we know what they're trying to do. And that's okay. It's, it's just how the system works. I, I hear all the time, well, they're going to think I'm guilty if I don't make a statement. Well, guess what? They're knocking at your door. They pulled you over. They're questioning you. They already think you're guilty. You're not going to change it by talking. And even if you could, you don't know that you could. And therefore, it's better not to. So uh, I hope, uh, Kathy, that answers your questions. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate all the support. Thanks for writing the question. If there's any follow-up, feel free. LawyerTalkPodcast.com. You can submit your question. Uh, and you can, uh, at the same website, LawyerTalkPodcast.com, you can check out our roundtable episodes. We've got it revamped, renewed. It's a lot easier to navigate now. We've got some great interviews uh, we've had a couple really good guests lately, uh, J.D. Vance, Rob Muse. we got some more lined up uh, in the near future. So uh, keep listening and uh, keep participating. We love it. So until next time, this is Lawyer Talk Q&A off the record, on the air, at least until now.